Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger. And today I just want to share something that's been on my heart. And uh, this is the Christmas season. This is my favorite time of the year, especially fun. And now we have a little boy, he's five years old. And uh, just seeing Christmas through his eyes is so super cool. I think as an adult, it's very easy to get just like, you know, what, just another day. Um, You know, I've been through this 47 different times now. Not quite as special, but when you see uh, Christmas through a little boy's eyes, little girl's eyes, it's so awesome because they're so excited. He's so excited to have family come into town, so excited for the presents that are under the tree. And just to witness that is super fun for me as a dad. But hey, talking about dad, um, I've never done this before, but I'm going to reshare some content from an episode back in January. As you might know, my dad passed away January, I think it was 8th, uh, 2022. And so I can't believe it's almost been a year. Wow. But uh, we did something um, very, I think, very unique. Um, dad was, a, was a, um, a guest on my podcast two different times. And so we actually took a snippet from both of those episodes And it was a 15 minute clip that we actually played at his funeral. So it was a clip of him talking. So dad actually spoke at his own funeral. And that was an episode that I I took that 15 minute clip and I shared it on this podcast. And I'm going to do this again because I really feel like, you know, um, dad's message is timeless. And he would just want you to know that Jesus is the reason for the season. And for him, it was all about Jesus. And so, um, I wanted to share with you some things that are on my heart related to that um, first. And then if you've already listened to that 15 minute clip, yeah, feel free to listen to it again. It's really, really, really good. Of course, I'm biased. But uh, if you have listened to it already and don't want it, you can just skip that part. But I just want to share with you uh, this time of the year. It's very, very easy to um you know, be happy because everything, you know, you might be going through, uh, you know, you might have gotten some good news. You just may have had an awesome year. And it's also very easy to be down and depressed. I have a friend who is uh, single and it's this time of year, it's easy for him to feel sorry for himself and, you know, look around and be like, hey, I'm all alone at this time of the year and be sad. It's also easy for those of us that have lost loved ones during the year for this to be a, a could be a challenging time because this is the first year that we'll have Christmas without my dad. And we're approaching a one year anniversary of his passing or we we say graduated, graduating to heaven. And so it's very, very easy to, uh, you know, be sad about that. And so, you know, I was uh, I had a little bit of sadness this morning and thinking about him. We were actually at church on Sunday and listening to a uh, went went to a candlelight service at a, a church nearby and one of the songs that's always played is Oh Holy Night. And that was one of dad's favorite songs. And, you know, uh, during that time when they were playing that, I was, you know, tearing up honestly, because of, you know, thinking about my dad, thinking about Christmas, all these emotions flooded me during that time. And, um, you know, it's, I, I think about him all the time, but even now at Christmas time, it's even more, in the front of my mind that he is not here with us anymore. But then I 
quickly just try to avert my attention to being thankful for him. I, I don't know about you. Um, and I know other people have had, you know, experiences with their parents that weren't happy. Um, and, you know, I can tell you that um, you should read the devotional. I'll actually maybe share this. Um, but the devotional from my friend, David Holland, who wrote the book, uh, Praying Grace. I'm going through his Praying Grace for Men devotional. Let me grab that. And I'll actually read the section a little bit from um, today here in a second. But, you know, I had an awesome father. I had an, I have awesome parents. Uh, I had a great relationship with my father. And so, you know, it's um, it's not fun to be without him. I think about the times that, you know, even you know, it's wild how I don't know if I've shared this, but the last year of his life. He would just randomly call me like when mom would be gone uh, to go get groceries or something. He'd pick up the phone and call me no matter what I was doing. Um, if I could answer, if I wasn't on a webinar or call it, answer it. And he just would call to talk. Now, you know, he didn't do that so much before that last year. Like he would always text me to see if I need if I had time to chat then. He'd um, often I was his IT department. So he'd call me every time he'd have a question about the computer. Uh, usually he would um, text me first and ask if I was if I if it was a good time to chat. But literally like the last year of his life, he would just call me every time that mom was gone and um just hope to get me. And I answered almost every time because um, in sometimes it was right before a call. So I said, Hey dad, I got three minutes. Um, what you need? And he said, nothing. Just wanted to check in. Um, I miss that. And uh, I even miss those it calls. And, you know, it was, um, it was some pretty basic stuff and it would be very easy to get annoyed at the fact that he was asking me for simple things, but always in the back of my mind, I knew that there was, and I'm thankful that I had this attitude about that. Um, I'm thankful that I was able to be patient with him. And because in the back of my mind, I knew that there was going to be a day when I would long for those calls and they would not come. Now they're coming from my mom and I'm grateful for that, but not as often. <laughs> um, so I all to say is that I'm missing my dad right now. And I want to encourage you, those of you who have loved ones that are, are, um, not here with you uh, anymore and you're facing the holidays without them and that can be a hard time so this morning i was um well let me first let me speak to you real quick to uh, to those of you who maybe not had the happiest uh childhood maybe you had a father that um wasn't present or for whatever reason you just don't have a great relationship with your parents um let me tell you about this is called you are well fathered and 1 John 3, 1 says, look with wonder at the depth of the Father's marvelous love that he has lavished on us. He has called us and made us his very own beloved children. In this devotional, David talks about how, you know, there's so much fatherlessness going on right now. And much of the problems that we have in society is because of a lack of, of fatherly support and people raised in a home where there was a loving father. And he says, whatever your situation might have been growing up, your experience does not have to be your only chance at a loving relationship as the child of a wonderful father. In biological terms, you can't be born without a father. The same is true when you are, quote, born again. The word of God makes clear that the part of the miracle of the new birth is that God himself becomes your heavenly father 
by supernatural birth and adoption. The birth part, quote, birth part means you are literally born of God and your adoption means he chose you. Romans 8.15 declares, for you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons of daughters by which we cry out, Abba, Father. He is your daddy God. He wants to be your daddy God. And he sent his son Jesus so that can happen. And so um, it's just a good reminder. So very fitting that that was today's devotional. And so I'll just share with you what I wrote in my, I don't journal every day. Um, I love going back and reading some of the journal entries that I've had over the years, things I've gone, things I'm going through, things I'm believing for, things I'm struggling with. But today I wrote, I'm missing my dad during the holiday season. It's hard to believe it's been a year. I told the Lord to give him a message saying that I love and miss him and to tell him about the um, some of the stuff that's going on right now in my life and how, uh, you know, just what's happening. Um, then I opened my Bible, which is amazing. I, I don't do this very often to where I feel like that was, you know, the Lord. But today felt different. I, I literally just opened up my Bible right to, I mean, immediately to Hebrews 12, 1, which says, therefore, then, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us strip off and throw aside every encumbrance and that sin which so readily clings to and entangles us, and let us run with patient endurance and steady and active persistence, the appointed course of the race that is set before us. So that verse talks about the saints that have gone on before us, how Somehow they have a window into what's going on. I actually read a book, a couple books by a lady that um, claims to have been in heaven several times, been transported to heaven several times and given a, a vision of what's there. And she talks about a, now there's no scriptural basis other than this verse here, but she talks about literally like a portal. She describes it as a, like a window that's about ceiling high that when there's like important events in someone's life, for example, Let's say that, um, you know, my dad in heaven was uh, praying for a specific event, maybe for the salvation of a loved one or something, that when that happened, that they would be directed to go to that portal and be able to witness it. Or maybe the birth of a child or something, uh, you know, a very major event in our lives, that that portal allows them to see into earth and to see what happens. And so I don't know. I mean, I've, I've not been there yet, um, but why not? Why not? I think there's going to be all kinds of really cool things in heaven that are going to blow our mind when we get there. But this verse does describe a cloud of witnesses that almost like a, a cheering block that they can see into what's going on in earth and cheer us on and continue to even pray for us um, as we continue to finish our race. And so um I just felt the Lord saying, you know, he knows. Um, so this is what I wrote down. I just feel like the Lord is saying he knows. He knows about, he knows that I love him. And here's something else. I have no basis for this. And this is what I wrote. I have no basis for this thought other than it just came to mind when I prayed this. But I wonder if there might be couriers that bring letters to people from earth. For example, when I prayed and asked the Lord to tell my dad that I love and miss him, that I thought about literally someone bringing a letter from earth to dad with these words. Again, I have no idea if that happened, but I do believe our loved ones, you know, in heaven, they haven't forgotten about us. They haven't, um, you know, they're, they're more alive there than they were here. Um, those of you that don't know uh, my dad's story, essentially, um, 
he was wheelchair bound since 1998. Before that, he had some you know issues walking for um, various reasons. But um, he was one that um, I hardly, I really never heard him complain. I mean, there were days when he had rough days uh, thinking about the circumstances he was in. He was always so joyful. And in this clip that I'll play for you, you'll see why. Because he had hope. He had Jesus. And I talk about and ask him, like, how how are you so joyful in the midst of some of the toughest circumstances I've ever seen somebody go through? And so I hope this will encourage you and bless you today. Um, but I just want you to know that I'm praying for you. I love you guys. Um, I know that this season can be happy and it also can be sad. And I have a mix of emotions. I'm happy. I have an awesome family. It's another thing to think about is um, when I get sad about, about my dad, I, I start to be, I just look at and, and think how grateful I am that I had an awesome, loving, earthly father that loved me and taught me about Jesus, pointed me in the right direction and encouraged me that we had a great relationship. And so I'm thankful for that. And then when I also get sad about it, I can think about him running around heaven, not being in a wheelchair, not being sad, being happy. And that makes me happy. And so for those of you that have loved ones that are missing this time of year, know that um, they're in a better place and just be encouraged to be encouraged that um, we will see them again. And, uh, and so have a Merry Christmas, everybody. I love you. And I uh, pray that this next clip, this is my dad speaking, uh, for the next 15 minutes or so. Um, I'm in there a little bit cause I'm interviewing him, but, um, I hope this blesses you and Merry Christmas. Dad, I don't know how much you want to get into this and you can feel free to share as much or as little as you want, but, um, you've obviously, you know, had some physical challenge in your, in your life and, um, you know, what, what does that look like and how, how have you gotten through that? Well, see, that's a, for sure, you don't get through something like that on, on your own. Mm -hmm. it, it's really, uh, because I uh, am uh, a, a believer in Jesus Christ, uh, I know that he has, he has helped in, in, in every situation. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's not what I've done, but it's what he's done in me. Mm -hmm. And so I... I uh, really depend a lot uh, upon him just for everything. And then uh, the, the factor of joy, mm -hmm. joy is very important uh, to, to uh, main, maintain. Mm -hmm. uh, but it, it's just, it's just a relationship with the Lord. It's incredible to see how much joy you have in the midst of some of the really hard things that you've gone through. And so, you know, and I know that it all comes back to the Lord, isn't it? Yes, it is. You know, it's uh, to try to maintain that type of an attitude on your own. You, I would be trying to do it myself. Sure. And you know that, and, and that doesn't work. So, right. So, so letting, letting the, the Lord be the, the, the Lord who he says he is, mm -hmm. then I, I can rest. I can right. rest in the Lord and, and not, not be so uptight and, and, and fearful yeah. uh, of, uh, of things around you, things you yeah. hear, things sure. you see on <laughs> television. Yeah. So uh, it's, a, it's a rest that he wants us all to be in. 
Yeah, exactly right. Did you learn? Did you learn all of that? The not give up spirit, the the joy. Did you learn any of that from your dad, or what else did you learn from him besides the the hard work? The way uh, this has to be the be the top one. The way that he loved my mom. Yeah, that that was it, man. Uh, that 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 was it. There, there, there's things, there's some things that you can't teach. I mean, right. uh, you, you, of course, you know, when we're a, a child in the family, we have DNA of them all, you know, mm-hmm. aunts and uncles and moms and dads and grandmas. And so the Lord puts all that together. Mm-hmm. And here we are, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the complexity of, of the human being. Yeah. And we have all, our personalities are, are all different and likes. Yeah. And I like to say different strokes for different folks. And, and but, but the thing that I think that my dad really showed me, Brian, was that the love and the respect that mm-hmm. a, a man mm-hmm. needs for his wife. Yep. And, and, and when they do that, it makes it makes the marriage so 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 much more you know true and and yeah. without strife my Absolutely. goodness i love your quotes you are an encourager by heart um by nature people uh I, I don't think there's probably anyone in the world that would say that they have met you and wouldn't doesn't like you you're you're good with strangers um you just are you're a conversationalist but you also have these fun quotes and I want to share some of them and discuss them because they have some good business lessons in them too. One of the favorite ones, that I, and you, you joke about it, but uh, you always say it's the attitude of um, is 100 years from now, we won't care. <laughs> I wish I, I, that wasn't from me, Ryan. That, that was from your grandma, okay. uh, great-grandma. Yes, great-grandma. She, that was her quote. I, uh, I kind of, kind of stole, you stole, stole it one. from her. A hundred years from now, we won't care, but that's so true. That's the way you go about yeah. things. You let things roll off your back very easily. Yeah, yeah. You have to think that that, that, that we're only here, even if it's 120 years, uh-huh. that's really short. It is. You know, it, it, for this life. And so oftentimes we, we, we allow the small things to become mountains, you know, yeah. and they should be only molehills. Yeah. But the more they do, people dwell on that molehill and dwell on it and and uh, think about it and concentrate. They and turn it into mountains. Yes, exactly. And it gets bigger. So yeah. you, you want to do that. Absolutely. You have to remember it, it, it'll pass. It will. This, this too shall, shall pass. pass. <laughs> yes. that's, what, that's what you say. And another one of your favorites, I don't know how you can weave into this one into business, but uh, (laughs) that'll taste good over ice cream. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'll just say, now, how would that work in in a business? Yeah. Probably not. Something. Maybe somebody ought to market something. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know what that. Yeah, that's kind of an inside joke in our family. We'll we'll uh, be uh, eating something, and Dad'll say that'll taste good over ice cream, and it could be something like yeah. ketchup or whatever. And exactly, yeah, exactly. 
It's, oh my goodness. It's just one of those funny ones. Yeah. It is. So I'm going to read. So I wanted to get your take on um, just staying positive because um, you were on the, another episode and we didn't go much into, into some of the things you deal with and we don't have to either here, but um, obviously, you know, you've had some health issues and uh, it seems like you're always up. And I know that that's not the case. I'm, I'm sure you're human. You have, you have days when you feel, you feel down and depressed, but I get emails all the time from people who are just, they're going through some tough stuff and they need help. So how do you stay positive and what are you thinking like next year? How do you go from something that was so rough last year to next year and, and have that positivity? I, I think Ryan, for me, it was, uh, Back in 1968, mm-hmm. I accepted uh, Christ as my personal Savior, and that was the beginning of an adventure of <laughs> adventure, a yeah. yes of uh, of a of a learning. Mm-hmm. I found out early that um, reading your Bible mm-hmm. and getting that into my heart and to into my spirit Mm -hmm. that that was of utmost importance Mm -hmm. and i remember uh i I would hide my little little new testament that i would take with me everywhere i went and i I would start underlining verses Mm -hmm. so that was the foundation of what i i didn't know that was going to happen Mm -hmm. uh you know in my life years later but uh, the foundation is of anyone that the greatest uh, thing uh, a person can do is to uh, realize that life is is not always easy Mm-mm. and that you can't always deal with something by yourself. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was never made. God never intended that. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he intended for us to believe in him, believe that he's the one that that uh, places here in this life mm-hmm. and that we are not here by accident, yeah. that we have a, a, a mission mm-hmm. to, to complete. Right. And that, uh, and then that during, during those times, you, you will have times when you will feel like, what is going on? Nothing is going right. Right. You know, and there's a tendency sometimes for people to get uh, discouraged. Oh, sure. And then we, we know that the enemies, that's his tactic is mm-hmm. fear and discouragement. Mm-hmm. So, but then I also learned that there's verses that, that deal with that mm-hmm. in, in the Bible. Mm-hmm. He does not want his children to live in fear mm-hmm. and and uh he doesn't want us to be discouraged but we because we live in a uh, in a, a fallen world mm-hmm. and that the uh you're you're going to have temptations mm-hmm. in, in this life but then you 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 build a relationship with the lord mm-hmm. and uh that would that would that is my um probably the it, it is the greatest thing a person can do in this life when i was younger he and i would I, actually it was mostly him but uh 
churches would actually book him to come and sing because he has an, a beautiful singing voice. And I would, I remember being five, six, seven years old and getting up on stage and helping him with a certain song. Usually the one song we'd sing together is uh, he's alive by Don Francisco. Uh, it's an awesome song about the resurrection and the, yeah. just the events surrounding the resurrection of Jesus. Yeah. Um, but uh, you, you've not lost that desire to praise and worship. And that's, that's something you do a lot still, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Maybe not in front of a church. I may not have my voice like I did and may not be as clear. But, but what is what has praise done for you? Just uh just turning on a I know you'd like to, you'll be uh on a, on your computer, pop open uh, YouTube and uh, listen to worship music or you'll yeah. just just sing from your heart. Well it says that he inhabits the praises of his people mm-hmm. and, and praise of his utmost importance and uh and, 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 and like I said before, uh, being a Christian is a journey. Mm-hmm. It is you, you, you don't get uh, you don't get to where you would want to be or where God wants you to be overnight. It's a relationship right. and it's uh, the, the greatest relationship. Mm. Are there some scriptures that really when you're feeling down that really lift you up? Well, one, well, one of them I, I, I think about is that uh, I can do all things through Christ mm-hmm. who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. That, that has been uh, a go-to scripture for me. And, yeah. and uh, uh, it's, it's, it's just that I will walk before the Lord mm-hmm. in the land of living. And uh, obviously there's, there's challenges that I have now, but uh, it, it is, you know, I think that being a being a Christian, uh, you, you have a advantage in this life. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I think yeah. I know. No, it's not that I think right. that I, that I know that he says that he will never leave you nor forsake you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, any people out there watching uh, today that can relate to the, to this, you will understand that you will have challenges, you will have disappointments in life, Mm -hmm. but you take that word of God and you start speaking out out of your mouth and you'll watch and you'll see things change in your own life because it's real. When we talk about meditating on the word, it's not enough just to read it once and that's it. What, What does that mean to you when we say meditating on the word? You have to, you read it and you it's like, uh, uh, see, my son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings, let them depart and let them not depart from your eyes, keep them in the midst of your heart, mm-hmm. for, for they are life mm-hmm. uh, and they are medicine to all your flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, the, the, that's, you mem- that's something you memorize. Yes, yeah. But, but uh, going back to what Ryan said, that when you when you hear the news over and over again you are taking that in and it uh most of it is it is fear-based don't don't listen to that if you want to change your life you change you let god change your life and you begin to uh read god's word and to have a relationship you know you it's the most exciting you know because you win, mm-hmm. you, right. you win. You know, even what we're saying here, it, uh, 
it actually works. It actually works because God, it's God's word and, and he's standing by, he stands behind his word and God's word will change your circumstance. Yeah. It, it will change you and you will see things happen because you, you've let God, you've let God into your heart. Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and, and some of this, like you say, you no, know, it takes time, but you learn and you know, because in the past, you've seen it work and it'll work again. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Trust God. Mm -hmm. uh, lean not on your own understandings, but in all your ways, let him direct your path. Yeah. It is very important. Yes. And don't make, don't make quick decisions. Mm -hmm. Let the Lord do you. Uh, guide you and uh um like i said there there's people here or they're listening to this that are believers and there's some not and there may be some just uh, i i'm not sure about all of this but uh it, it's true uh it, it's true god works he loves you and that's why he sent his son jesus to die on the cross for your sins we were not we were never made to be alone. Yeah. Uh, he said, I will never leave you nor, nor forsake you. And it's the, uh, it, it's the most exciting life, the most, the most uh, fruitful life. And um, you'll just, the doors and opportunities that will open up for you because you want to uh, know can't say it better than my, any better than that so we'll end it there bye bye everyone see you next week